Welcome to the Geek Sweat Podcast. We, we watch, watch films to save you hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. I am TJ and we will be bringing you hot topics in the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb listed filmmakers, review sweat on online series as a stream, trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. Between your ears and our voices, we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology from CastBox a new app that's available via Android for your podcast and entertainment needs. It's the one-stop shop for taking your podcast on the go. Hello and welcome back to Geek Sweat. We are doing the Oscars 2020 breakdowns and we are looking at nominees and winners and seeing if any of them should be interchanged. In this episode with us today, we have fellow co-presenters jamie hello sorry i just had food in my mouth that was very smoky <laughs> sorry yeah. hello was it one of you those could, sexy voices yeah you could we could have let you just get away of saying it was a sexy voice rather than saying you were stuffing your face with chocolate but that's cool hey <laughs> um, it's good for you okay um king dom hello um another sexy voice there again and mkh she she me i'm not sure what that means it's in rush hour Rush hour. Shishini. Shishini. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, So uh, we've also got on the sound decks with us, uh, Neo Geo. And I'm your host, TJ. So, um, guys, thanks for coming back again uh, for another Oscars episode. Uh, I'm sure you're excited to get to the nitty gritty of who won what and whether they should keep what they've got. Uh, But um, we're going to start off with best animated short film and in the category here there was actually a film called Hair Love and it was up against Daughter, Kitball, Memorable and Sister. Now did anyone get a chance to watch the animated shorts at all? I have seen Hair Love which is available on YouTube. And what were your impressions of that? Sure. It's a really nice little short film. It's about um, an African-American girl and um, she wants to do her hair for a special event. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. You're given to think it's some kind of party. I'm not going to spoil what it is. Yeah. And um, her father has to help her doing her hair. So it's a kind of poignant film about father-daughter bonding and also it has an element of diversity which the oscars was criticized for not including so okay. it's a nice film it's a really nice little short i like little films like that it's cute do you know what i think hair love was shown as a short film at maybe like not sure if it's the bfi or like a design museum or something might well have been but i think it was like on a special showing maybe last year for black history month i think that's probably what it was Okay. Yeah, that's available to see on YouTube. It's like four minutes long. Wow. Yeah, really great little short film. So yeah. not surprised at all that it won. Okay, so are we happy that one got the Oscar? Guys? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, once again, have no real opinion because I haven't seen it. Yeah, but what do you think about the story premise? Oh, I like the story premise. I mean, cool. mind you, I always find that a lot of these animated short films, um, they're all kind of kind of cute aren't they yeah like um was it Baal last year that yeah. kind of won yeah and um that was quite cute as well but you know animations i like animations they're cute cool and uh, best live action short film uh 
was The Neighbours Window, and that was up against Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, Saria, and A-Sister. So The Neighbours Window is another one that's available in its entirety on YouTube. Wow. It's 20 minutes long. Yeah. Um, I also thought this was a high-quality short film. Um, very, very influenced by Hitchcock's Rear Window, from the New York setting to the opposite apartment blocks and um, the shot of three windows at the same time. Cool. Having said that, it goes in a totally different direction from Hitchcock's Rear Window. It starts off being a kind of comedy with an older married couple watching an adventurous younger couple having lots of sexual encounters <laughs> and feeling old and jealous. Oh, Melko will like that one then. Um, you would. You would like <laughs> the first five minutes anyway. Yeah. And then... Oh, that's all I need. That's all minutes. I need. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. Yeah. So it's kind of but like yeah. a homage and then it it's is, a plot but twist. But then it goes in its own way. There's a twist yeah. and it becomes, again, I'm not going to spoil it. It's only sure. 20 minutes long, right. but it becomes more poignant and it's it's a moving film. It's a bit like voyeurism, is it? Or... There, it begins with a voyeuristic situation and then it becomes kind of more poignant. Is that a film that's available online or do you have that's to search That's available for on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, okay, just well. Google it and you'll get the YouTube link. Google because, is your friend. Because I never thought there would be like such a quick uh, turnaround for Oscar winning films being on YouTube. Usually there was a bit more of a gap and you still had to watch it on an exclusive website I mean, or something. I guess it's the prerogative of the filmmaker, but I yeah. mean, it makes sense for it to be available because, I mean, now is the time that people be searching it up. And you probably can't win a bigger award than the Oscars for that uh, yeah. film now. Yeah. Uh, before we quickly move on, do, do you think there was an element of favouritism in this uh, short film winning because this was the only American production in the category? Every other production that I could click on was from another country. It, Not I mean, it's possible. And it, it could come down to something as simple as it's the film that most Oscar voters have seen. Yeah. Academy winners. I mean, Academy members. Mm. It could be. Yeah, that's Haven't, always a problem though, isn't it? Making sure that everyone's seen everything. Mm. Although yeah. I think they do send out screener videos. Yeah. And they also, I mean, probably have links on YouTube these days. Mm. Okay. But it's a nice film. Um, I don't begrudge that it's win at all. Sure. Mm. Okay, so uh, moving on, we've got Best Documentary Short Subject, and that was Learning to Skateboard in a War Zone, If You're a Girl. And it was up against In the Absence, Life Overtakes Me, St. Louis Superman, and Walk, Run, Cha-Cha. Okay, so I haven't seen any of these because they're not available online, which, again, is the prerogative of the filmmaker. You know, if you want to have a festival run for your work, you can do that. And um, they have chosen to not make the film available yet. There is a trailer, which you can watch on Vimeo, of how learning to skateboard in a war zone. And mm, it I looks like a very, mm. yeah, there's a minute and a half trailer. And mm. you can see it looks like a really worthwhile subject. Mm. Okay. So it's a nice little story. It is a nice little story. But then once again, I can't compare to the others, unfortunately. It's set in Afghanistan, yeah. if anyone that cares. Yeah. So it's quite political, that one. Yes and no. I mean, okay. it literally is what the title says. It's not a metaphorical title. They actually do teach um, young girls to skateboard oh, to give them, yeah, to give them greater self-esteem. And you can see it cool. probably has fueled that ambition to achieve more in their lives. Okay, so we say that one's a keeper for now. Yeah, looks like a really good documentary. Okay, so this time is best documentary feature, long form, 
Uh, we've got American Factory versus The Cave, The Edge of Democracy, Four, Sama, and Honeyland. So um, I have seen one of these, um, which is The Edge of Democracy, which is available on Netflix, which is um, a look into the recent political history of Brazil. And um, that is a very worthwhile documentary. Wow. Even if you don't think that's your kind of thing, it's worth watching. And you might get an insight into the current situation where people around the world seem to be opting for right-wing populist leaders. Oh, wow. So That's a very current and topical Very current and topical film. Nice, nice. Having nice. said that, I'm not surprised American Factory won, partly yeah. because it was made by Barack Obama's production company. Oh, is that what he's oh, moved into it? now? Yeah. And okay. that's their first production. And it oh. looks like quite an interesting subject as well, because it's about a factory in an American town being taken over by a Chinese company Ooh. and the resultant culture clash. So that probably like speaks to globalism as well. I'm sure Donald Trump will be wanting to watch that very soon as well. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think he'll be in two minds because obviously he hates the Chinese, but he hates Obama even more. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Somebody's oh, probably going to have to watch yeah. it for him and tell him yeah, for a window. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Like everything else. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, he'll still get the facts wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to move into some more familiar territory now. So we're getting back into a region called Best International Feature Film. So this is around the world. Or uh, as they called it this year, Best <laughs> Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, Parasite was the winner here, but it was up against Corpus Christi from Poland, Honeyland from North Macedonia, which was in a documentary category, Les Miserables, which was from <laughs> France, and you Pain and Les Glory. Miserables. Yeah, sorry. Oh, that yeah, was yeah. shocking. That was yeah. shocking. I cringe. It's like about a guy called Les who's miserable. <laughs> <laughs> is that for real? No. No. Because <laughs> no, the thing, this is interesting because this film came out last year. Is this? <laughs> Les Miserable Future Film. Oh dear. Move on. No, no. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Is it the Les Miserable? No. What Les Miserable film is it? They've done a new one. They must have done. Yeah. Okay. No. So. What do you think? And pain and pain and glory. You didn't say that one. No, I did say pain and glory. Did you? Okay. Yeah. You was, they were talking about <laughs> les. They were talking about les miserables. My pronunciation over it. So, what do you think about that one? Is Parasite the runaway winner. Is, is this, do we even need to like argue over this? Like, does anyone? I think um, there is an argument that they could have recognised another film in that category. Given their decision to give the main award to Parasite. Yeah. But what if Parasite is that good, though? I would say it's the outstanding film yeah. of the year. Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes it strange because now they're saying that the, there's America and the rest of the world sort of thing, almost like a world series, isn't it, <laughs> for film. But, um, okay, so Best International Film stays with Parasite. And then we're moving on to Best Animated Feature. I think this one's kind of a shoo-in, but it's Toy Story 4 uh, that won it, and it was up against How to Train Your Dragon, the Hidden World, I Lost My Body, Klaus, and Missing Link. I've seen two of those films. Which two? Uh, Missing Link and I Lost My Body. I Lost My Body was on Netflix. It was on Netflix, well. and that is worth a watch. I um, thought that was an amazing film, yeah. actually, and very original and creative and very unpredictable. I think that should have won, actually. I would have been happy with that winning. Um, yeah. I like Missing Link as well. That's... Um, uh, a children's film, um, not as sophisticated as I Lost My Body, but yeah. really nice animation, stop frame animation, cool. models, like real 
physical oh, okay. models, you yeah. know, like um, the Wallace and Gromit films. Oh, nice. But yeah. It was um, Claymation as well. Claymation, yeah. But yeah, I Lost My Body, really good film, inspired by anime, but um, very individual. Would you go as far as to say that they should take the Oscar from Toy Story 4? Possibly, yeah. No, I think I will, because yeah. um, Toy Story 4 is a retread of what they've done before. Yeah, yeah. And it's a bit samey, isn't it? I feel like, yeah, it's samey. I feel yeah. like the glory period of Pixar yeah. is kind of in the past. Yeah. And There's flogging a dead horse with that one sort of thing. Not quite a dead horse. That's that's too <laughs> harsh. But yeah. um, they're not quite at the peak of creativity they were in, say, 2007. I think okay. also it's old news, though, isn't it? Toy Story in general is kind mm. of, you know... Uh, yeah. Another one. Meh. Yeah. Meh. I think the first two were really, really cool, but I think yeah. it's gotten to a point now where it's like, ah, samey, samey. Yeah. I think the other thing as well is they're trying to sell it on the new voices and the fact that I think Keanu Reeves was in it rather than it was actually a Oh, well, then story. I have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, there was quite a few films coming out last year where it was just like, you have to watch it because Keanu Reeves is in it. Because I think there was some kind of... Um, holiday romance one as well where he was the boyfriend always be my maybe thank you yep. yeah um wow where did that come from <laughs> i just have it in the back pocket yeah. <laughs> whenever he needs it exactly okay so um we're moving into another category wow now. it's like you prepared for this after all <laughs> <laughs> so we're moving into another category best adapted screenplay so this is obviously um, works that were available, which have now become films. Uh, the winner here was Jojo Rabbit, uh, which was based on a novel by uh, called Cajun Skies by Christine Lunens. And it was up against The Irishman, Joker, Little Women and The Two Popes. OK, well, clearly the one that should have won here is Little Women. Okay. Um, Greta Gerwig did a great job of adapting the novel. Yeah. And um, it's a sensitive adaptation, which is also moving and funny. And it's a shame that she wasn't recognised in this category. Yeah. If not Best Director. I I'm, I'm shouldn't be voting here, but I would say one thing. I just think it's there's some element of charm and skill in being able to make people laugh at Nazis and Hitler. And I think that's a very difficult thing to do on camera. Yeah, so, I mean, at the risk of being yeah. controversial, I'm not sure Taika Waititi pulls it off. Okay. Um, I love Taika Waititi's film, with the exception of Jojo Rabbit, which I don't think is at the level of his previous work. Sure, sure. Okay, so what do you guys think, MKH? Uh, I haven't seen uh, Jojo Rabbit, no surprise there, obviously. But um, but hey, you need the Keanu Reeves film, so thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, if only John Wick had been nominated, <laughs> <laughs> then you'd be all over it. But yeah. I, I'm going to go with uh, the Joker because okay. it was, even though it wasn't that original, because it was based, they took heavy influence from Taxi Driver. Yeah, uh, I still feel that. Todd Phillips, yeah, he did a lot with um, just the characters created by Bill Finger and Bob Kane. Yeah, I think he 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 and he brought it right up to even though it was set in the, I guess the seventies or or early eighties at least. Mm. Uh, I think they still made it the themes in that film really current to today. 
Do you think one of the problems with the Joker is that there's been so many incarnations on film that it was hard to see a way that it could be a new and interesting story again? No, I think that was a a they a look at the Joker that we've never seen before, even in in comic books. I mm. think it was really smart to use uh, the Martin Scorsese film Taxi Driver as the foundations which you built the film on. Um, so yeah, I, I, even though I don't like what Todd Phillips said outside of the film, I think that would have mm. been a good shout. Little Women, uh, I don't know. Uh, the Two Popes, I thought that was going to be like a little um, cheeky sex rendezvous between two popes, but it wasn't. So I was quite disappointed. <laughs> And Irishman. And that is your go-to criticism, <laughs> isn't it? I was disappointed by the lack of sex. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the two popes. Oh. What's the way of having two popes so don't get it on? And I'm um, not sure if Anthony Hopkins can ramp up the sexual <laughs> charisma like he used to. I, I think he's still channel that side of him, like the yeah. Hannibal Lecter, that type of stuff. And um, the Irishman. Uh, I I I just like I just like the title of the book it was based on. I heard you paint houses. That's just that's just a great line. Okay, but, I um, you paint houses. But other than that, uh, oh. if it if it wasn't Jojo Rabbit, I would have went with Joker. Okay, so it's Jojo Rabbit versus Little Women versus. Just realised that would have been an awkward moment when they read the winner. Like the winner is Joe, and yeah. the makers of Joker are like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joe Rabbit, yeah. just Joe yeah. and pause. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Jojo Rabbit versus Joker versus Little Women. Jamie, take it away. Oh, you know what? I, I'm probably biased. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit though, and I but I really cool. want to see it. Um, so I can't make a qualified support your fellow patriot. Exactly. Um, well, although that should prejudice be, incoming. That shouldn't be <laughs> the grounds of you know. Who That's I'm reverse racism. That sure. is. Hey, you should be ashamed. Nationalism. No, but a lot of the votes here are American Academy. Uh, people voting for American filmmakers, so mm. I'm not this Jamie would be doing something. Jamie wouldn't be doing something too different. Yeah, I mean, but, I, I, you know, I think Joker's up there as well. So I agree with Malachi, mm. but I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit to make a okay. kind of unbiased kind of evaluation. But like, <laughs> but you know, I want to see Jojo Rabbit. Um, but on what you know now. From um, what I know now, Joker's. In he didn't make, he, he I, I, I've only seen Joker and Little Women. Yeah. Out of those two, I would say I would go with Joker. Really? But okay, that's only cool. because those are the two that I've seen. Yeah. It's going to Joker now. Oh, thank, thank cool. goodness for that. Okay. So, um, <laughs> best original screenplay. So, this would be somebody who's written something from scratch off the top of their head. Uh, Boon, Bong Joon-ho had won it for Parasite, but he was up against Ryan Johnson for Knives Out, Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story, Sam Mendes for 1917, and obviously Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was uh, quite a strong field, that one. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yes. Can I say one thing about this as well? Because this, these are screenplays that have had like years in the making rather than turn around in 12 months. So like Tarantino's famous for doing his ones for a while. I think the 1917 project had been on the back burner for a while. Yeah, because they kind of yeah. sit on them for a few years, don't yeah. they? And let them kind of mature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think about the winner, first of all? Um, well, it's a great film. It's... Um, very twisty. Yeah, it's, it's a nice combination of thriller, comedy, and kind of satire. Yes, and almost horror in yeah. the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, so no, now that you mention it. It's a very detailed screenplay, I think. 
There's um, lots of different elements there. Okay. And lots of things you can unpick. It's the kind of film you could return to a few times and you get something else out of it every time. Cool. So it's got layers. It's got layers. Yeah, and it's and like layers a little bit as of well. everything. <laughs> is, is it in Korean? It's in Korean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boo. No, I didn't mean that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, uh, can I just say, um, Quentin Tarantino... <laughs> Once upon a time in Hollywood. Is it true that Quentin doesn't actually edit down any of his scripts? He just has a first draft and says, I want to make this. Let's go mm. and do it. Because that film, by all accounts, is really long. So I would like to see what he actually left on, on the, the cu- cutting room floor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, from what I understand, because I've seen only going by some of the videos and interviews with Quentin Tarantino, he seems to write, write, and then rewrite. And then what he submits to get greenlit is then commissioned. So, technically speaking, if you call that a first draft, that is what, like the greenlit first draft, that's what's getting commissioned and that's what's getting onto film. But in terms of like what he's doing at home, I think he's rewriting. It's just that. Yeah, there'll probably be some people who would probably do more redrafts after they've been commissioned for a film. Jesus, that guy's a narcissist. Um, I want to see Knives Out because I've heard great things about that. Uh, Marriage Story, uh, what's this, a rom-com? Let me just check. Yeah, it it is. really isn't. Uh, uh, oh, is this the two women? No. No. Oh, no, no never mind. Oh, sorry, Henson. sorry, never mind. <laughs> I got a bit excited then. Okay. <laughs> I felt that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Knives Out is a comedy. Yeah, Marriage Story is more of a drama. 1917s, obviously. Knives Out, Knives Out actually got a sequel as well. Yeah. In the works. But I, I, I'm going to go with Parasite. I'm going to go with... I would the, go with Parasite. Yeah. Having said that, I really like Knives Out. Um, yeah. Ryan Johnson's homage to Agatha Christie. Mm. Very clever, mm. yeah. funny exciting film and um because we've talked about Agatha Christie in previous episodes and also I think Ryan Johnson deserves some love because he got so much stick for Star Wars yeah the thing is disgruntled fanboys the thing is I think people need to go and see one of his earlier films Brick because he has really got his finger on a button when it comes to like talk mystery thrillers he understands genre films yeah yeah um, yeah and he's done it again he did like the um the film noir now he's done Agatha Christie yeah and I think in retrospect, I prefer what he did with Star Wars to what J.J. Abrams did with Star right. Wars. Okay. Well said. Uh, Jamie, so it looks like Parasite or do you want to go against well, it? You know what? I enjoyed Parasite, but I also enjoyed 1917. Um, For a uh, screenplay? Yeah, okay. I, I quite enjoyed 1917. Just, uh, you know, nice roller coaster there. And I like Was it coasters. original, though? Because it was based on the war, wasn't it? And stories and. Yeah, but the actual story itself. Okay, never mind. Yeah, because the story hadn't really been told or documented. Whereas, like, mm. obviously, coming from the uh, adapted screenplays, you've obviously got actual source material you can put mm. your hands on. But, I mean, even if your screenplay is based on a historical event, that's not an adapted screenplay. Yeah. That's an mm. original screenplay. It's oh, yeah, not no. like it was, you no, know, novel. No, but to... what I was... Like, the only no. reason I pointed out is that how original is it if he still had, like... I the, think the story was Compared to Parasite. That's based the only, on a true story, mm. though, that's the only reason. It? Yeah, that's I, the only I reason. I think it was inspired by his grandfather. It yeah. Something like that, yeah. Or and great-grandfather. And, and it's very hard to get the original tales because, like, so many of those, like, war heroes are kind of passed on now. There's very few people to kind of tell the tales of what actually happened that's the only reason I said that mm. also was there too many Indian people in it 
There was one Indian person in okay. it. Just check Too many brief. for Lawrence Fox. <laughs> yeah, just check and in. it was so brief. I don't know what the hell he was complaining about. He's just a racist prick. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. Sorry, was it Lawrence Fox? He's now Fox got saying? a load of Daily Mail reader fans. He said there was too many Indian people in um, 1917. It said... Oh, I've been ignorant. Who is Lawrence Fox? He's an actor from... What was the spin-off from... Lewis. Yeah, so Lewis, oh, the TV series. Yeah. He but was... To be fair to him, he must be a good actor because he seems quite intelligent in Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do you know what? I think I've seen him say some other race-based well, things he's before. Like warmed to his theme now. Yeah, because yeah. I think he was he was he rejected uh, it as well, didn't he? The I'm not sure if he jumped in on the um. There was like the fact that ITV weren't casting like diverse cast because of um, Midsummer Murders. I think it was, and Lewis indeed jumped in and said, "Oh, there's lots of opportunities for everyone," but. Uh, uh, lest we talk about him in the yeah, bit, I think. Yeah, anyway. Really, let's best ignore him. Yeah. So uh, Parasite got it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Parasite sticks. I'm okay with Parasite. Yeah. So, 1917 is so runner-up, maybe. Yeah. Bong Joon-ho has kept two of his Oscars. Um, so now, uh, best supporting actress. So we're now getting into the interesting bits. Um, we've got some really good actresses here. Uh, Margot Robbie, Florence Pugh, Scarlett Johansson, Kathy Bates, who you haven't probably seen in this list for a while. And Laura Dern, who won it for Marriage Story. What was um, Scarlett Johansson nominated for? Jojo jo- 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 Rabbit. Jojo jo- Rabbit. Were you okay. worried it was going to be for Avengers Endgame? No, I was thinking... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking, how could she be um, Best Supporting Actress for Marriage Story yeah. in the same category as no, Laura Dern? Be Jojo. Yeah. Actually, That's she got jo- nominated jo- for both categories, yeah, didn't she? she yeah, she did. Yeah. Greedy. She's just taking it from everywhere. So what do you think of Laura Dern's performance in Marriage Story? I liked it. I think there were a lot of good performances in that yeah. film. Obviously, the two main performances, Scarlett Johansson and yeah. Adam Driver, who's an actor I've consistently said is a interesting and watchable actor. Yeah. So I'm glad that he got the recognition for that. In fact, he could have had a bit more. Yeah. Um, according to me. Uh, what did I want to say here? Yeah, there were some good performances. I also liked um, the other lawyer in the film. Mm. And I can't remember the actor's name. The guy from Goodfellas. Uh, we've got Joe Pesci. Was it Ray, um, Ray Liotta? That's Ray the one. Yeah, Ray Liotta. There's two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Two Ray of Liotta, them. who yeah. Um, yeah. hasn't been in that much of late. So it's just yeah. good to see him back because he's a very distinctive actor. And oh. um, he has a nice role as a cutthroat lawyer. I think Ray Liotta is doing a lot of voice work as well, though. Because um, I remember he did a Grand Theft Auto, which probably paid a lot of his bills. And uh, he's been in a few other bits and pieces. But yeah, so. there are kind of good performances across the board. And there's also um, Alan Alda, veteran comedian, yeah. as um, a kind of kindly lawyer. And then Laura Dern is the really cutthroat lawyer. And okay. as a result... She does speak kind of, you know, a few truths in there she as does, well, doesn't she? Does. she? And she delivers it so well. She does. Does she um, have a good few monologues? In she there? has a good few monologues. But then as a result that she's playing hardball, then the mm. Adam Driver character has to ditch his kindly lawyer and mm. get Ray Liotta in oh. instead. <laughs> yeah. So that's a battle of wills. So it's a battle cool. of wills. So they're kind of three good performances nice. as the lawyer. Okay, cool. As lawyers, rather. But Laura Dern, very good. Good okay. performance. So she's a keeper for the Oscar? She's a keeper and she's been a consistently good actress for many, many years. So it's nice to see her get some recognition. Yeah, you... I agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so that's two. You're happy to have MKH? No. 
No, I'm joking. No, yeah, she should keep it. <laughs> okay, so um, best supporting actor. Um, this could have been Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. It could have been Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. It could have been Al Pacino for The Irishman. It could have been Joe Pesci also for The Irishman. But it landed at the feet of, or the moccasins of Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> How do we feel about that one? Yeah, it's a popular it's his, choice. It's his first Oscar, isn't it? It is. As well. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, like, I think the, Once Upon a Time, it used to be kind of like, is he getting it on, you know, his nominations on looks or whatever. But mm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, for me, Brad Pitt has kind of deteriorated over time. Really? Um, yeah. But I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so I can't really comment on his performance, unfortunately. The only reason why I said that I'm to that is um, I think I saw an article about and I think it's spinning around on Microsoft News about um, how Brad Pitt's evolved as an actor over the last 20 years. So for um, Jamie to slap that down was quite funny. But the other thing is, as well is I feel that um, the Cliff Booth character and um, uh, uh, sorry, trying to remember the name, Rick Dalton character, it feels like a two-hander. So I, I almost felt like it was it could have been interchangeable who could have got best actor and best supporting actor. I think that. if Leonardo DiCaprio hadn't previously won an Oscar, he would have been yeah. rewarded for this one. Yeah. And in some ways, his performance is the better performance because he yeah. has more of a journey. Who, who, when you say his performance, you're saying like, Brad, um, Rick Dalton or the Cliff Booth character? Like Leonardo DiCaprio versus Brad Pitt. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio's character has a journey in the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, without doing too many spoilers yeah do you, you think know. he's got a bigger journey in his i think one? he has a bigger emotional journey because almost okay. the thing about um the other character cliff is sure. that he's unchanged at the end of the film yeah which is why he cannot be part of the new clique that's formed right at the end of the film yeah, if you yeah, know yeah. what i'm talking about yeah 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 i'm trying to like say yeah. that without giving a spoiler no no we're not going to do that even though we spoiled some other films in the past but the, um i think he's so good at that yeah i think um I don't know. I think Brad Pitt deserved it. But what do you guys think? I don't begrudge him his win. I mean, I'm just not sure about the Irishman. But... I wasn't sure. I think Al Pacino has been better, much better okay. previously. And yeah. it, I mean, you can't begrudge someone a win, but it would almost be a shame if yeah. you know that performance had to be alongside some of his other ones from the past. So do you think this would, giving it to him now would have been like... Uh, Martin Scorsese's Oscar for The Departed. You see, I don't mind The Departed that yeah. much. I mean, obviously, The Departed isn't as good as, say, Taxi Driver. Or Raging Bull. Or Raging Bull. Yeah. But then again, it's better than The Irishman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. So, MKH, where do you stand on Best Supporting Actor? Um, I'm just a bit upset that the two popes only grossed just over seven hundred thousand pounds in the yeah. box office. Okay, so I'm, I'm greatly. Was it really bad? Because yeah. I watched the first. It's 10 on Netflix. Minutes, well, it's on Netflix and now. I haven't had a chance to finish it. It was out in cinemas for a month, then it got straight to Netflix. So I'm pretty sad uh, about. I, I don't think Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins are the big draw at the cinema they once were. Plus, Anthony Hopkins spent some time off piste with Westworld. So he hasn't been in a cinema film for a while. 
Yeah, so I'm quite. Because I've always enjoyed Anthony Hopkins and Tom Hanks. You know, their performances mm. have always been quite consistently Jonathan good. Jonathan Price. Oh, you mean not separately, separately. but not not in the same yeah. film. They're not no, the two no, popes, no, are they? No, no. <laughs> no but, but Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks. Tom Hanks is one of the popes. Yeah, but after no, 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 doing no, Da Vinci just, Code, but Tom hilarious. Hanks is also nominated. Yeah, he could just like, stay there, couldn't he? Yeah, because the nominees. So, but I would have liked to have kind of finished the two popes and watched a beautiful day in the neighbourhood. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just say that um, I don't know I maybe I've got blinkers on because I don't like Quentin Tarantino yeah uh, but I think I really do think Joe Pesci you've gone for Joe mm-hmm. Pesci yeah so yeah. out of that marathon <laughs> but out of that marathon of a film do you think he deserves okay between Pacino and Pesci do you think out of that marathon of a film, Pacino, Pesci's performance yeah, outshines Pacino? Al Pacino didn't really, he didn't, he didn't even look comfortable as Jimmy Hoffa, to be yeah. fair. Okay. Like, I didn't think he felt comfortable. I didn't, looking at it, I don't. He didn't I, own the performance. Yeah, he was like, I'm just here because my friend told me to be here. Wow. I'm just here oh. for the money. Yeah, I don't think he really believed in Jimmy Hoffa. I think he would have preferred to have been the guy who painted houses. So do you really mm. feel that Joe Pesci was like dragging that film into towards Oscar glory? I just liked how uh, Joe Pesci, uh, his performance from... He, it was a very calm performance for him because you, you, I'm used to seeing him like, Volatile. you motherfucker, and shooting yeah, people. Yeah. Like, but yeah, this was a, a calm, measured performance from him. And I really enjoyed that side. Um, it was like a changed dynamic. Yeah, considering I've ne- all yeah, of the films. He's yeah, been I've never seen him like that. But um, yeah, that. Yeah, I, I would have went okay. for Joe Pesci. So. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so um, we've got one Joe Pesci. You were a Brad Pitt. Dom? Do you know what? I'm gonna go you, with Malika on this. You're gonna one. go gonna, to Joe Pesci. I'm gonna go to Joe Pesci. Okay, so Joe Pesci should be glassing Brad Pitt very soon for his Oscar. Okay, so moving on to the more interesting on top of a line category, best actress. Now you may be surprised by some of the names here, but they include uh, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, S- uh, Cersei. I'm not sure this one. Sasha. So Sasha Ronan, thank you, Dom, for Little Women, and Charlie's Ferron for Bombshell. But the ultimate winner was Renee Zellweger for Judy. How does that feel? Um, I like Sasha Ronan's performance in oh, I Little agree. Women. I agree. I agree. I enjoyed that more than Renee Zellweger. Mm. Um, I think she still did well. Whether yeah. it's actually, you know, deserved um, win. Mm. You could argue, but I, I definitely preferred Little Woman. Do you think the her. myth around Judy is is what kind of pushed her? Because it's not just she's a Hollywood darling and there hasn't really been this story told about on that scale. And Rennie Zellwerk, I think, sang some of the songs. Yeah, but I also think it's harder to kind of characterise someone who's existed in real life okay. as well because you've got to pick up their mannerisms. So she did really well with that, I think, in, yeah. in terms of picking up the essence of Judy. Yeah. Um, whereas, um, oh, I can't even say her name, Shawshay. 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 I can't even say that still. Um, whereas, you know, you can characterise and make it your own. Okay. Whereas I think Renee probably had her work cut out for her because everyone knows Judy Garland. Mm. Everyone kind of is familiar with the way she she rolls, right? Yeah, yeah. So you kind of have to portray her as her. Yeah. So I think 
Renee had a harder job. So yeah. yeah, I'm even though I enjoyed Little Women more than Judy. Yeah. Um Renee probably does deserve it from that perspective. Sure. Okay. And Kate. Um I'm gonna go with uh Cynthia. Yeah, Cynthia. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hold, on. Tough <laughs> hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you just picked a name there or did you actually see it? <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Uh, so far, MK, how many? <laughs> MKH is putting his woke armband on now, so get uh, ready. <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> no, thank you, and no, I didn't. Okay, um, I'm going with Cynthia. I don't care. She played Harriet... Tubman and I will always stand. I'm, I'm putting my my fist to the sky uh, on camera. Yeah, I'm on camera right now. Fist to the sky. He's putting my, his fist <laughs> in my throat. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Black armband on, and I'm supporting. And I'm, I'm being I'm being extra woke. So yeah, I'm gonna. But yeah, I'm going yeah. with that. Cynthia Erivo refused yeah. to attend the Baftas in protest of their lack of diversity. Good. Oh wow. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, good for her. Good performance. So. Could yeah, we... I'd be happy with her winning. Yeah. So okay, so it looks like we we're having to pinch that award off Renee Zellweger and give it to Cynthia Revo for Harry or Saoirse Ronan. Well, you got two for Saoirse. I thought you said you was a yes for Cynthia. I I said I'd be happy with her winning. Okay. I said I'd be happier with her winning oh, than okay. Renee Zellweger. I thought that was your vote. So I'm gonna go for Saoirse Ronan. Although I would also say the best performance, not even nominated, was Lupita Nyong'o for Us. Oh, okay. And I'm not sure if Us. I didn't really like Us. It wasn't was nominated for anything. For anything was it? Nah. Was that for last? Was that last year? Yeah, That's this year. Yeah. Okay. They would have been eligible. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't really like okay. Us. Really. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that is. Um, the other, okay, so what we're looking at now is one for Saoirse Ronan, one for Renee Zellweger, one for. No, no one's voted for Renee Zellweger. Oh, no one's voted. Yeah. So it's two for Saoirse Ronan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I thought it was a yes to keep well, it for I, now. I'm, I'm kind of in between those two, to be honest, but points. We're, we're giving it to Saoirse. Yeah. But thanks for your input. Um, the next one is Best Actor. Um, um, we, we can dilly-dally over this one as well, but the nominees included Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Jonathan Price for The Two Popes, but the one to beat out all of them, standing on the car in his face, paint, makeup, was Whacking Phoenix for Joker. I would have given it to Adam Driver. Okay. I'm happy with Joaquin Phoenix. Most people are. I mean, they seem to be. I think Joaquin Phoenix has been better previously. Yeah. I think really? he was better. He was better in The Master. He was better in You Were Never Really Here. Mm. Yeah. I. This is The Joker is probably one of my least favourite Joaquin Phoenix performances. Okay. Apart from the one he did with Woody Allen, Irrational Man. Apart yeah. from that one. Let this is up. one of my least favourite Joaquin Phoenix performances. Is he one of the better Jokers? No. Uh, there's been a few out there. Would you say he's in the top two or three? No. Wow. Who's your best Joker then? Well, obviously, there is only one best Joker. Who is? It's Mark Hamill. He wants to say Cesar Romero. I would, I would have been... Oh, really? Have... He's not saying it. He say can't it. even decide. We're on a podcast. You have to say it. It should be obvious who the best Joker is. Which is? Heath Ledger. Okay. So... In your top three, are we saying Jack Nicholson is in there? 
as well? Um, I we could have that debate. He's he's in the running. He's, so Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson, and perhaps Mark Hamill. Perhaps I think Mark Hamill for his voice. Yeah, and um, it's such a creepy voice. Yeah. Um, so wow. yeah, okay, Mark Hamill, Heath Ledger, possibly, possibly Jack Nicholson. Yeah. We can. He's in the above Wacky anyway. Phoenix. Okay. Yes. So, MKH. Did the fourth best Joker deserve to win the first best <laughs> wow, actor? Wow, that was harsh. <laughs> Roll. I mean, like, if you take it into you know consideration, this era, this yeah. well, against to, what's available. To be fair, he should have won just for his his winning speech alone. So I'll give. I I I want him to keep it just because of his what he went into detail with his winning speech. So. You can't win for the speech because you've got to win to get the chance to do the speech. I can I can say how I choose. He's changing yeah. the rules, man. Yeah. He's changing yeah. the rules. I mean, I think so, what we can say about this Oscars is um, the ones that maybe I wasn't on board with all yeah. gave really good speeches. Yeah. Like um, Taika okay. Waititi gave a really good speech. Okay. Um, Brad Pitt gave a really good speech. And yeah. Joaquin Phoenix totally smashed it out of the park. So okay, cool. just for that, I don't begrudge him. So you can get the woke Oscar of 2020, yeah? He did it twice. He did yeah. it at BAFTAs as well. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He turned up for that one as well. Because that was the one that Brad Pitt didn't turn up. Did Wacken Phoenix make it? Yeah, and he, he left his award on the stage. Oh, yeah, because he was, he was, that was the protest against yeah. diversity, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to stick with the Joker. Okay, cool. No, before his, before his performance, obviously not for the winning speech. His performance is really good in the Joker as well. So you've got a Wacken versus an Adam. Where, where do you fit into all you of this? You know what to Jamie? do, Jamie. Your sword Sorry? will cut the knife. Well, I, I went with Joaquin. Really You're going for Joaquin? Anyway. Okay, yeah. you, you're letting I, him hold on to I, I think, his Oscar. Well, I mean, Adam Driver did do very well as well, yeah. but I enjoyed the Joker more. What was it that got you, you about Joaquin's performance? Oh, just his physicality for yeah. the Joker. Uh, his physical, physical characterization. Mm. I mean, there's more physical... I mean, as an actor... Physical characterization is harder than what Adam Driver was doing. Yeah. Just an angry ex, isn't he? Yeah. In a lot of ways. And I think that's a lot easier to do as a human being. Yeah. Than it is to do the kind of transformation that Joaquin did. Yeah. Um, so I think there's more creativity there, a bit more yeah. skill there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's my opinion. Cool, cool. Okay, so. I like your opinion. Well, it looks Thank like you, Malachi. You're welcome. Looks like the Oscars like it as well. So, Wacken, you have well deserved your Oscar. I think you can keep it. You've got the geeky's approval, and <laughs> now um, we're going to the top two categories. Um, so, this one has a very short list and a very male list, and it's best director. And the options were Quentin Tarantino, Sam Mendes, Todd Phillips, or Martin Scorsese. But in the end, it went to Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. I think it's hard to argue with that. Mm. I think um, without giving away too many spoilers, yeah. if you award a film Best Picture, you need a good reason to not also award Best Director. Yeah. Otherwise, it looks like a snub. Yeah. So on that basis, I think that's the right decision. I don't know, but the best picture can also win because of good cinematography as well. It can, yeah. it can. And yeah. there are occasions when they split it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and there's so much overlap too, mm. really, when you think about it. 
but um, it was a good choice. And yeah. fun fact, Bong Joon-ho is the first person since Walt Disney to win four Oscars in one session. Wow. Yeah. Parasite did really well this round. Yeah. Okay. But like four Oscars personally. Yeah. To be honest, I think Parasite was an exceptional film and I don't think there's any sense of, oh, this is like a diversity call. I think it was original beyond belief and I don't think any of the other directors in that category could have made that film. Yeah. Whereas I think Bong Joon-ho, and I've probably pronounced it wrong, quite easily could have made the other films mm. in the categories. Yeah. And that that's the best way I can say it. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And I don't think it was a diversity call. I think it got the Oscars off the hook a bit because mm. beforehand they were maybe looking a bit... Yeah behind the times yeah yeah and yeah. then the awards to parasite to put a nice happy sheen on the whole yeah. thing it's almost like parasite came out at just the right time yeah and in a weird way it's kind of strange that's the oscar winning film considering we're in the midst of an, an international crisis with the coronavirus as well in terms of like the title and that you know yeah I mean, one more thing about this category. Obviously, the glaring oversight is Greta Gerwig, who yeah. should have been nominated for mm. Best Director, especially as Little Women was nominated for Best yeah. Picture. Do you think it's weird that they didn't just drop another name on the list? Because there were, considering the other categories, I don't see why they couldn't have been six nominees there. I mean, Best Picture has what? One, two. It has four, nine, nine, nine nominees. Nine nominees. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got Best Director on four nominees. I'm yeah. Like, yeah you, I mean, the fact it's four nominees makes it look like a snub. Yeah. yeah, it does. I mean, like they could have added a few names, but then like adding a few names for the sake of adding a few names not to look yeah. you yeah. Know, a certain I, way is also not a good I, thing either. I don't know, but the real slap in the face is it's been nominated in so many other categories mm. that you just think, well, what was the other person doing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't see how you can't nominate her for Best Director when it's so clearly a film that she had total control of in what mm. she wanted. MKH, what's your stand on the Best Director pick? Um, well, I'm glad Quentin didn't get it. <laughs> uh, don't really care much for Sam Mendes. Okay. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't have been mad if Todd Phillips um, like picked up the award honestly i really would have been mad if won that one <laughs> what against parasite you're saying yeah and yeah. in general mm. oh, okay no that's 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 fair and um yeah i didn't finish the martin scorsese film so i, mm. I guess parasite was it was the, the natural the natural heir to the the throne cool okay so now we can do something a little bit different oh um, no and we can have a little have a little bit of a drum roll um, we're gonna count down the best picture this time, or this not this category. Count up, count up. Yeah, in ascending order. Yeah, ascending order. Really? Uh, best okay. to worst. Um, because, no, worst to best. Sorry, I'm getting confused. Ascending order, worst to best, because there's so many in the category, and one of our very own has managed to see every single one of the films. Is that right? That is right. I amazing. don't know how and you managed to do that, feat. to be honest. Uh, do you know, I don't yeah. know either. I mean, it should be an award Gee. for actual cinema goers who actually sleep? get to see all the nominated films. But yeah, congratulations, Tom. No, i for my award. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody pour this guy a scotch. So um, I'm going to count off and we are going to start off with number nine. Ford versus Ferrari. And why was that ninth spot for you? It was a 
unoriginal, derivative, unexciting film with a really bizarre performance from Christian Bale that was very distracting. It sounds unexciting. It was. I think you've made up a new word for boring just for that film. Unexciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... Yes. <laughs> Judged on the title alone, I thought it was boring. Um, but I do like racing cars, though. Yeah. I do like speed. But not when Kristen Bale's behind the wheel. Oh, he's a bit of a twat anyway, isn't he right? Mm, there you go. Yeah, this is not Put, for you. Trust co- me. Cover him really? up in the Batman mask okay. again, I suppose. Um, and rolling in at the Infinity number eight. Controversially, I think, The Joker. Oh, okay. boo! <laughs> I'm not a I fan. I wouldn't have thought he was that low, but yeah. But we're judging the picture, the, quali- the quality of the film overall. I okay. found the film derivative of Taxi Driver and The King of Comedy, and I didn't think there were enough original elements in it. There's also another criticism about the way it deals with mental health as well, which a few people have addressed, but it's kind of been quietened down where it's not really an authentic portrayal of mental health, considering that it makes it look like, I mean, it makes it look like people with mental health issues are compelled to go on an anarchistic rage. But what do you think? I wouldn't have had a problem with that. My issue with the film was more... I felt it like a was creativity. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> I think it's derivative, and I felt they took away too many of the elements that made the character interesting for me. Okay. Although that's not to deny people who seem to like the film, which is about eighty percent of everyone else. Okay, yeah, uh, but it is an origin story, so it's not like the com- you know Joker's complete. Okay. If you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah. That is, so I respect that position. He wouldn't have been the the Joker as we know it. Because yeah, it's although a, that person story. is never going to become the Heath Ledger Joker. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's a different category at all. Yeah, different I mean, timeline. That was how many years ago? Come on. Mm. We're talking about now. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I respect he, your viewpoint. I mean, it wasn't for me. I'm I'm not a fan, but... Is Heath Ledger actually playing Arthur Fleck, though? No. Because his name doesn't come no, up. No, he's not. He, he plays the Joker as the Joker. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, yeah. There's there's no origin. Yeah. Um there's no element of origin. Yeah. He just is. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. So uh what is lucky number seven? Lucky number seven is The Irishman, mm. which is an accomplished film, I guess, but mm. it's just so long. MKH, how yeah. long is The Irishman? I don't know. I still haven't finished it, and it's been three months. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get, the, I get the feeling in your in your will, you're going to have to pass it on to your kids to watch, <laughs> like, so someone can complete it. Just a little bit every day. Treat it like a three part, four part miniseries. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm treating it like a medication for wingworm. Like yeah. <laughs> it's really not pleasant. Oh, just getting the last bit out there. Yeah. <laughs> That I, sounds harsh, but the visualisation is not pleasant. It's more than enough. Um, so uh, what's sexy number six? Sexy number six is Jojo Rabbit. And okay. um, I'm really happy that Taika Waititi is getting some recognition from the Academy. It's a bit of a shame it's for his least consistently funny film. Mm. Yeah. You also didn't like the screenplay. Um. I don't think it's as consistently funny as his other films at all. Mm. It's got its moments. Of course, it's got its moments. But the other ones had much more for me. Like, 
what we do in the shadows, even Thor Ragnarok were mm. more successful and consistent films for me. I, I think the other problem that he's got though is it's like it's it's a hard and limiting to- story to tell because it's the war set in a village and it's a young boy's experience of um like the Nazis, isn't it, as well? Yeah, it's an ambitious film in some ways. Yeah. And I respect that. I respect that he's taken an artistic risk. Mm. And it's not a poor film. Yeah. I just don't think it's his most yeah. accomplished film, let's say. No problem. So, uh, what do we have in joint fourth? Joint fourth. Joint we have, fourth, we have a joint fourth. A four and a four, yeah. Four and really? four. We've got a joint fourth. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. And Marriage Story. Wow. Side by side on the side same platform. Side by side. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because it's Quentin Tarantino's most relaxed and warmest film. Mm. And warmest? It, I think compared to the others, yeah, it's very immersive. It's You have to be in the right mood for it, but if you submit to it, it's a real trip. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about his re-engineering of history? I preferred it in this one to Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Because there's more of a hero element and ending to it, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, I found the ending kind of moving. I yeah. think it's probably the most moving Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah. And it's also interesting what he does with the two characters at the end. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. way they without spoiling it too much, go separate mm. ways. Did you like Margot Robbie's feet? Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? The thing is, I think I felt that film was also about acceptance, whereas it's like um, uh, the Rick Dalton characters has to be accepted by a specific community that he aspires to, whereas um, the Cliff Booth character has to accept who he really is and he's been kind of hiding under different um, uh, mantles before he comes to terms of what type of person he really is, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting film. There are are layers there that maybe you wouldn't be expecting from Mm. Tarantino. Mm -hmm. Okay. And And why Marriage Story? Yeah. I think um, career best performances from Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson as well. Okay. Is is it fair to say it's got a touch or a taste of Kramer versus Kramer, that film? I don't see that as much as other people seem to. Yeah, okay. I mean, other people seem to have fixated on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a passing resemblance, but it's not a massive resemblance. It's probably one of the most famous divorce movies that people can probably latch yeah. on to, I suppose. I mean, it's also slightly reminiscent of Woody Allen films. Okay, okay. Although it's better than any recent Woody Allen film sure. by far. Okay. No problem. And uh Freeze the Magic Number? Three is the magic number. So number three, 1917. Okay. Which is technically awesome, emotionally wrenching. It does justice to its subject. Mm. Cool, cool. And um number two. Number two, Little Women. Okay. Which is beautifully directed by Greta Gerwig. Your nan would like it, but so should everyone else. <laughs> so that leaves an ultimate number one, which kind of speaks for itself. What's going in that slot? 
Parasite. Okay. They got it right. Like Old Boy 15 years ago, it's a disturbing instant classic. Did Old Boy win Best Picture? No, I'm just comparing it. Like oh. it, has, it was a instant classic, classic. that okay, yeah, reminded yeah. people that there was a whole other cinema out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, MKH, what do you feel about the the number one film or even Dom's rundown? Or... Um, Dom's uh, rundown... I, I guess Dom definitely put a lot of a lot more thought into yeah. all of the nominations than I have ever done about anything. Yeah, so round of applause for that. Yeah, no, well done. Well, well done for watching all of the movies. I'd, yeah. I'd say any time, but, but I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> and a special well done for watching The Irishman because that couldn't have been oh, hard. Yeah, yeah. It could have been easy. Sorry. Yeah. So, but um, no, I think. I would have had Joker a bit higher, but yeah, it, did, it, it, it didn't win um, the, 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 the award as it was. And I think, yeah, I would have had, actually, what am I saying? I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I would have had that lower. But hey, mm. hey-ho, I, I, am, I am happy that Parasite won. It could have gone lower. It could have gone into fifth. He had a joint fourth. Oh, yeah, a pretty ballsy win, though, you know, f- yeah. you know, for it to win Best Foreign Film as well as the Best Film overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's history, isn't it? It is history. Yeah. And I, I think it is pretty much the ballsiest choice the Academy have ever made. Yeah. Mm. I'm trying to think of something else that would be similarly yeah. ballsy. Yeah. I mean, maybe one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Well, mm. you know what that means now, that for the uh, next 10 the, years... The, the last... What was that oh, one? Be, Moonlight. 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 Yeah. 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 I'd be interested to see if another kind of Asian film or non-white film gets yeah. top No, that's all they're getting yeah. for, for the time <laughs> being anyway. You know, for the next 10 years, yeah, it might exactly, be, absolutely. you know. Or, but it, what's interesting is that they've got best film, best director, but none of the actors were yeah. nominated. Yeah. But this There's does, no recognition for the actors. I'm kind of worried they're, they're trying to stop people from having to worry about pronouncing the names. But the thing I've got with Bong Joon-ho is he's got an amazing back catalogue for people to kind of delve mm. into mm. if they've not heard of or seen his films before. Snowpiercer. So, yeah, yeah. And um Snowpiercer. I, I think he did Okja oh. as well. And Are you um, hungry? And um I mean I'm just gonna reel off like two or three films that he did if I can find them that I liked. Um uh, where is he? Yeah, so the host, um about the monster that comes up from under the sea, Mother and uh, yeah, Snowpiercer is another one. So he's got Mother like was weird. Yeah, but I think he's alternative, you know. So I think anyone who's looking for a new brand of filmmaker, it would be, this is the guy to go to. It's it's not a fluke, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did The Host as well. Yeah. Can we just celebrate for every parasite that is also a crazy rich Asian film? Yay! Uh, Kind of. Uh, Yeah, I'd say overall this has been a good Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In I fact, mean, I'd say overall, this has been like the inverse of the previous Oscars because yeah. last year, beforehand, everyone was kind of congratulating themselves on being more woke. And yeah. then it ended with the disappointment of Green Book yeah. winning mm. Best Picture, which yeah. seemed like a disappointment at the time. It seems like the wrong decision in retrospect. Mm. This one in the run up, it was dominated by, you know, arguments about lack of representation. And then. The win for Parasite has turned it all around. Yeah, the funny thing about Green Book is um, 
it reminded me of Driving Miss Daisy. And the thing is, Driving Miss Daisy won the best picture in the year Do the Right Thing was nominated. Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost history repeating. Yeah, yeah. Cycles, man. Um, when are they going to add best comedy to the nominations? Mm. Actually, do you know what? I think there should be best stunts before all yeah. that stunt category before best comedy comes in. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, th- I just think stunt men are just like a under- And stunt women. Come on. <laughs> or, or stunt, stunt people. Yeah. I just think they're an underserved um, part of the film community and there yeah. are people literally risking their lives. No, to a lot make of them films. do die. Yeah. But they, they sign that away though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even so, fight choreographies. You know, yeah. Some of yeah. them are just- Absolutely amazing. Yeah, because it uh, like unfortunately you got a film like John Wick Three, which it's not going to be a classic best film. But some of the sequences that have gone into making Keanu Reeves like a badass fighter, and um, even um, the stuff that happens in like Star Wars, I think it was the Force Awakens, where you had like all of these different Jedi's and stuff. Like mm. that just it's just not getting acknowledged on any level. And I'm just thinking yeah. like, it's a real shame that people aren't even saying like, you know what? That's a good stunt fight choreography thing that happened this year. You know? Yeah. Maybe they have their own awards mm. somewhere else. Okay. Well, we're going to have to wrap up now. Okay. Uh, before we wrap up as um, we're talking about presentations. Go for it. And TJ, it was your birthday recently. Oh, was it? we're doing so that. I have yeah. got a little yeah. thing to acknowledge it. Okay. Wow. Oh, well happy done. Happy birthday. It's Ooh. open. No, I'm joking. Thank you guys for the wild beer from Ninkasi, uh, the wild beer company. Hopefully, we can get onto them for being sponsors. Cheers for this kingdom. Really appreciate that. One year older, none the wiser. But um, didn't want to say. <laughs> but thanks for coming on, guys, for this and giving me the surprise uh, birthday bottle. So um, just before we sign off and sign out, uh, big thanks to Jamie for coming on to the episode. Thank you very much and ciao. Cheers. And thank you for coming on and giving us your insights once more. And catch. Uh, arigato. And uh, thanks for your drop down list of your top nine films and your insight into Legend. nearly every film that came out last year. Thank you, King Dom. You're welcome. Thank you and good night. And a big special thanks again to uh, Neo Geo for being a sound recordist and host for this episode. I've been your co-host, TJ, and you can find us online wherever you want. If you use the hashtag G-W-E-K-S-W-E-A-T or at sign G-E-E-K-S-W-E-A-T, where you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or even Twitter or any other of 21 uh, platforms that we record on. Ciao for now.